Episode 15 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about the Board Game Geek Holiday Game Guide for 2021. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I discuss our picks for each category of BGG's list. We encourage you to open up the list yourself and follow along, which you'll find a link to in the show notes. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam picking games from the Holiday Game Guide. Santa hat and some reindeer ears and a giant Rudolph uh, glow-in-the-dark nose. I'm very excited about this. I'm just wearing green, which wasn't even intentional. So I think you're you're definitely going to need to carry the holiday energy on this one a bit. Please and thank you. Happy to do so. All right. So starting off with card games, what is your pick? My pick off this list is going to be The Crew Mission Deep Sea. Yeah. And you know what? I could then pick something different, but we're going to keep this honest. That's also my pick. I think The Crew is one of the best games made in the last 42 years. Mm-hmm. I think it's one that I would have multiple copies of just to distribute right. as a public service. Right. If someone's like, hey, what's that game? Yours. I'll say, it's actually yours now. Here's uh-huh. what that game is. And <laughs> hand it off. It's pretty affordable. Yeah. It's very. It's a very giftable game. Nice and small. It's trick-taking, so a classic card game mechanism if you have a 52 deck of cards and have played trick-taking games you can get on with the crew pretty quickly and it's cooperative yeah so moving on to cooperative games none of these list the same game in more than one category even though the game could apply to that so the crew is not an option for cooperative games what will your pick be adam now this isn't for any reason that i think i'm supposed to pick this game okay but I would like to pick the Night Cage uh-huh. because if you look at the cover, I think I, when I have a free Saturday, could turn that into the Nick Cage and make the cover a Nicholas Cage cover as just a fun side project. Okay, that is an option. You give people gifts and they can do with them whatever they please. And it sounds as if that would be your plan if I got this for you. I think that's why I won't. I we were just talking about the Night Cage on a previous episode. I really like it, but I just need it to be rethemed. I don't think I can buy it as the uh, as the night cage, not really into that kind of horror survival setting. So I'm going to pick something that is opposite. I'm going to pick Kim Joy's Magic Bakery. We just started watching, Aaron and I just started watching the current, the newest season on Netflix of British Bake Off. So I'm just, I'm in that zone. I would love to work together to fulfill recipes for animal patrons in a magical forest. Sounds great. That's going to be my pick for cooperative games. Moving directly on to dexterity games. Adam, what is your pick? This is an interesting list on this one. I mean, I think I'm going to have to pick Dungeon Party. The cover is encompassing too many things that are going to draw my eye and attention. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to have to pick. There's like a fiery Cthulhu situation. There are are muscular people with swords. Mm -hmm. Those swords are crossed with each other in a combative way, but also kind of a a fun party way. So I'm going to have to find more when i get that game yeah i i don't know anything about that flicking move through deck action dexterity and adventure are the mechanisms that they list there i would say clask is my pick for this one i've seen it before it's been around for a while it came out in 2014 i feel like i didn't see it till maybe 2018 ish though and it's kind of like air hockey i i think that would be a 
a great one to have. It's all, it's only a two-player game, but I think you could do like, you know, kind of head-to-head tournament sort of battles with that one. So I would pick Clask. Mm, yeah. Moving on to Escape Room Deductive Games. Not not my favorite category. Adam, what's your pick here? Oof. You know, it's honestly not my favorite category either. Because I, I'm a very yes and person in many ways, I'm going to go with Chronicles of Crime 1900 because there's no image available. <laughs> and I just have to know what that image is. And I just want to participate in whatever that is. It's. I think it's pretty popular i don't know why there's no image maybe i'm thinking of a different chronicles of crime maybe there's like a different years but yeah it's pretty popular i think it's a app augmented kind of game like you do think you can like scan things with the app and then play the game so i bet it's going to be great as much as there's one called the key sabotage at lucky llama land and i think that's a silly enough title that i'm sort of interested but i'm gonna go with exit the game plus puzzle because not really my favorite category but i do like puzzles so if nothing else, I'll, I'll put together a nice puzzle for that one. Family games are the next category on this. Um, Kelly, what's your go-to family game from the options available? I'm noticing that I like family games. They're colorful. They're approachable. They just seem like a warm blanket of fun. And there's more than one that I want to pick here. I'm going to go with Draftosaurus. I've played that on BGA quite a bit. It's real rapid fast on BGA because... In the actual game, you're passing these dinosaurs from person to person. That still didn't take very long. But of course, you can get through a game of Draftosaurus on BGA in like two minutes. But it would be nice to actually have the physical game for that as well. So I'll pick Draftosaurus. What are you thinking? I had a very similar line of thought originally on this. Mm -hmm. I feel like I almost owe the makers of the game a a real-life purchase for the amount that I played it on BGA. But um, I'm I'm too much of a pun fan to not pick Sheepy Time, (laughs) which appears to be some sort of... uh, tired ewes and lambs on the cover so i would pick that yeah they're wearing pajamas jumping over fences looks interesting it's a pretty new game too it just came out this year oh it is yeah didn't it so now for the fans and this seems to be ip games i have got such an easy pick that i'm not even gonna let adam go first i'm picking stardew valley i did in fact just buy it they reopened they put out a few early this year and i don't know if they thought that we we're done buying stardew as a collective we're not um they sold out in a day and now the last time i checked it had been up for a while so i think they made a bigger print run this time of the game um so stardew valley the board game i I, people have said that it's maybe not the best i i don't care i i want to i want to go to there Adam, what is your pick? I'm going to actually pick this unmatched Cobble and Fog, Mm. which I know nothing about. And I know that's usually the opposite of why someone would pick an IP game. But, you know, that's how you expand your universe sometimes. Yeah. Heroes from the Victorian era literature join a skirmish to the death. So not something they're typically doing, I don't think. No, area movement, hand management, card game, fantasy. I mean, really, those are the things I want in a game. And I guess I'm going to be a fan of possibly both Fogs and Cobbles by the end of it. And if you like it, there's a lot of different unmatched sets. Like they keep bringing them out. And I think they did the Victorian era because they didn't want to pay for the licensing, unlike a lot of the other things in this category. So if you go back far enough, then it's just, uh, what's that called when it's like common use? It's not open source, but it's a public domain. Public domain, yeah. So they they wanted to use public domain stuff so that they wouldn't have that additional that additional cost. So I think it's been I think it's been pretty popular. Unmatched. That's Cobble and Fog came out last year. All right. Now the next category says 
Now, it's games for five to six players. So if you receive this game, you'll have to find four or more other people to play. Uh, yeah. Kelly, what's your pick? My pick... Ooh, I think I'm going to go with, this is not, again, not my biggest category. I'm going to go with Not Alone. That does have a two-player option. I imagine that since they say this is a five to six category, that two-player option is maybe not great. Um, But it goes two to seven. You are trying to escape while eluding pursuit by a creature. And it's deck bag and pool building. And I, I tend to like that. There's some bluffing. So I don't know, maybe not the best choice for me. But yeah, let's let's go with that. Nice. Now, do you have a pick? I think my pick in this category is going to be really out of a point of skepticism and rebellion is unfathomable. I do believe that I'll be able to fathom that game. Okay. And I'm interested to see what's going on. I believe it's a reskin of Battlestar Galactica, the game, which... Which I have played. All right. And I don't know why they didn't... Maybe they didn't reprint it again for the same licensing reasons. You know, you know what? I might change mine to Mystic Paths. Give your te- give clues to your teammates to complete your journey through the Eternal Forest. It's cooperative. I'm probably gonna like that more than bluffing. I- I'm I'm gonna get upset at a bluffing game. I- uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine to Mystic Paths. That dreadful circus though is auction and bidding. I might change my answer actually to that one. Man, we are undecided yeah. <laughs> on the five to six players. We've listed most of them uh, <laughs> as we've as we've skipped around. So. Final answers, Dreadful Circus for Adam and Mystic Paths for me. Moving on to heavy games. And they're uh, they're not lying. These are some heavy games. Adam, what is your pick? My, my pick for heavy games is going to be... Oh, my pick is going to be Heller, Hallertau. Yeah. Hel- Hallertau? Ha- Hallertau, I think. Hallertau. It's growing hops, improving workshops, mm-hmm. raising wealth. There's an advantage token. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to find out. Mm-hmm. Expert level. They put it right there on the box. Yeah. What about you? I think that that is also my best bet. I'm seeing some other ones here that may be interesting, but going on the surface, I'm also going to say Hallertau. I've, all, I've actually almost picked up Hallertau already. And it has a one-player option as well. So there's a solo. It's one to four for Hallertau. Did you have trouble picking it up? Because it's a heavy game? Actually, it is physically heavy, yeah. There's a, oh. <laughs> there, there's a lot of cardboard. I mean, I was able to manage it. I did pick it up, look at the back, what have you. But it, it is actually a physically heavy game. Can't I can't weigh in on the other ones. Oh, weigh in. We're, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, Let's move on to Legacy Games. Okay. Legacy Games. Do you have one that's jumping out to you? I've played a lot of these. I've, I've, yep. I've played a lot of them. And so I'm trying to decide, should I just pick one that I've already played or should I actually go for one that I haven't? And I guess I'll go for Gloomhaven, which is the only one on this list I have not played. Yeah, that's going to be my pick as well, because no, I don't I may not have played my city, but I, I have played the other have. ones. But no. Gloomhaven seems on this list like the one that would be the most ownable wanting as well for me. Yeah. And I would say... Otherwise, I would say Clank Legacy. That was probably my favorite of the ones listed here that I have played, but I'll go ahead and take Gloomhaven. You know, there's a My City Dice game coming out. Okay, like I a, like dice. A roll and write. I don't know if it's still Legacy or not. The, it was on Instagram in German. But yeah, My huh. City Dice. Yeah. Um. So Midweight Games. Now, oh, again, I'm a sucker for a cover on this. Mm-hmm. They have I, some lovely oh, covers here. They do. This is probably the most... 
visually like distracting looking at one to the next one. <laughs> yep. It's hard for the eyes to really zoom in. I, I would get, I think I would pick several in this category. I, gosh, this is a little tough. Yeah. I'm going to go with Funfair mm. because it's got a roller coaster on it. I do like a roller coaster. And then it's card drafting, hand management, and city oh, building. Yeah. Which sounds super fun. That sounds right up your alley. I am, there are some really good ones here and I've heard good things about a few of them and I'm actually going to go with the one that I've heard the least about because it has exploration in it and I want to know what that exploration is. That's Islands in the Mist. So tile placement, aviation and flight, it's got a lovely hot air balloon on it and then like a mountain kind of in the background, a lovely sky. It seems very dreamy. So I'm going to go with Islands in the Mist. Good pick. You know what? Actually, I'd like to return my copy of Gloomhaven since you have that. And I want to pick up Merchant's Cove while we're here. Oh, good. I want two from this category. Yeah. That one looks awesome as well. Merchant's Cove looks looks pretty good. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of what I was deciding in between. I've heard good things about the other ones on here. This is one of the strongest categories, I think, for me so far. I I like the midweight picks. Same, same. Now, the next one's Modern Classics. Modern Classics. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what they They are. They are, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, I have owned (laughs) or currently own every game in this category. Which one would I pick? Oh, gosh. You know, I've really... It's not... It's technically not on here. King of Tokyo's (laughs) on here. I've really enjoyed the King of Tokyo Dark Edition. I like the reskin. I like that there's a little more options in it. So I'm going to cheat, I suppose, and take King of Tokyo Dark Edition. Well, I'm not far from you here because I'm actually going to pick one on the list, but I'm going to pick Seven Wonders only because I think it's the most expensive. And when I return that game, I can get more of any game I want. <laughs> that's, that's how you're going to get your Merchant's Cove money. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh, awesome. What do we have next? Next up is new releases, oh. which could be an infinitely long category i suppose interesting there are more games in this category than the others. i've heard of none of these really okay well i think i would pick bullet i've heard a little bit about it again there is a solo mode it plays quick just 10 to 20 minutes and it's a cooperative pattern building fighting puzzle game and those that sounds like how i'm that's how it sounds like how i want to spend a saturday so i'm gonna go with bullet good call you know i have heard of oath now that you now that I'm looking through this list, I've heard of the game. That's mm-hmm. not my pick though. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna pick this picture perfect. I've not heard of it. Oh. It's auction and bidding with hidden victory points. It is ah. weird. I'm not into it. People are into it. I think Jason has it. Well, there we go. So you you set up you have a little room and you set up standees and then there are these cards that say who they want to stand next to in the picture, and then at the end of the game you can literally take a picture with your phone. You don't have to, but you can take a picture with your phone and then you score based on that picture you take. You know what? I like to pick it twice now knowing that. Oh, so I guess. well, there you go. That would probably be a pretty good um, game to take around the holidays because it is as quirky as some of those, you know, regular kind of department store on the shelf games that you might see. It, it, is, very, it is very quirky and specific. So yeah, picture perfect. Okay, next step. Don't really know what that means as a category. Well, it means it's our next pick, I suppose. In yeah. This, uh, format. Yeah. Boy, do you have one leaping out at you? Yes. Yeah, so they are. This is another one where we have quite a few of these games either here or on the way. And I would say as a pick, you know, I really like Cubitos. So it's one I already have. 
I I like it. Some people feel like it's a little too silly and not enough there because you're just like you're just rolling these dice and that's kind of it. But I like the variety of the different cards that each of the dice get. I like that there's four different boards in there. Aaron and I played through all of the setups that they give you in the book, and there is there is strategy to be had there, but it still stays pretty light, pretty silly. So I would go with Cubitos. It's a great pick. I think I'm gonna go with. The Isle of Cats. Mm-hmm. I don't know much. I hear people talk about it. Yeah. Let's rescue as many island cats as you can before someone destroys their home. So I'm pretty pro rescuing animals. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think at the end of the game, I'd like to know who really rescued who Aww. at the end of this, you know? Aww. Party games. Yes. We know I love a party game. Yeah, you do. Which one is going to be the one here? Oh, man. I'm going to jump ahead and say Decrypto. I've been hearing about it for, it's been out for three years. I think I've been hearing about it that whole time. I haven't gotten it because it's three to eight players. So it's something that just Aaron and I can't play. And that usually, you know, that kind of turns me off to games. But I feel like that's one that I'd like to give a try. So I'm going to say Decrypto. Decrypto is one of the few I feel like I haven't played a lot of, but I'm not necessarily going to pick it. I don't know that it's the type of party game I'm usually going for. Mm-hmm. So I am going to pick just one. I mm. think the game is great. I think that's another one that maybe I have multiple copies of and just hand to somebody else who asks me about it when I'm playing in some sort of a coffee shop. Right, right. Or you bring it over to someone's house and it's like, no, that's your copy now. Yep. Yeah. Okay, roll and rights. One of my favorite categories. Lots of lots of good things here, in my yeah, opinion. This is, I think this has got the most games in the category compared to the other ones as yeah, well. There's there's a lot in here. So is there one jumping out at you? There's several jumping out, but the one that's jumped out the most, the fastest, the highest, and the furthest okay. is going to be Merchants of Magic, a set a watch tale. Nice. I'm glad you picked that. I see that there's a bingo mechanism in it and i like i of course i know what bingo is but i i didn't expect to see that you know what a lot of these say bingo this one the merchants of magic bingo followed by contracts so i like the idea of like some some legalese yeah followed by a b19 yeah yeah that's it i maybe i don't really understand is bingo just the idea that one thing is one thing slipped over everyone gets to use it but someone will. Yeah, I think something's called out and then everybody has a common use or not for said item. I feel like that would be so, but I guess that's why it's here. I feel like that'd be so many roll and write games. Okay, I'm going to pick, gosh, there's really more than one here that I want, but I'm going to pick Seven Bridges, another one that I've heard about but haven't actually played, and that's kind of getting my preference on this list overall. If something made this list that I've been hearing about, this is kind of pushing me over the edge for it. It does not have a lot of the, this geek list. You can do like thumbs up. So kind of popularity. So people can, you know, people can thumb it up. And the seven bridges, not getting a lot of love at all. But you know what? I'm going to thumb that up. Nice, nice pick. The, looks like the next category I think you're also going to enjoy quite a bit, which yeah. is solo games. Yeah. They don't all look familiar to me. You know, I think that I would pick A Gentle Rain. Oh. It's a relaxing, easy to learn, but hard to master solo tile laying game and i think that really describes what i'm typically looking for in a solo experience anyway and kind of what i prefer out of board games i like when they're relaxing i'm not trying to be super competitive combative anything like that i do think of it as kind of an escape from screens and 
kind of just a time set apart with some actual physical items, you know, working on a computer all day and kind of being, you know, on phones and things like that. I like coming back to some kind of physical, relaxing, this is just a separate space from all that to kind of restore. And a gentle rain sounds very restorative. I like a restorative experience uh, in board games. So I'm going to pick a gentle rain. Great pick. I will go the opposite route and pick Doom Machine, <laughs> where, which, which at first I thought was me sitting by myself creating a Doom Machine, which is like the appeal. Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe that's not the best game. I'm actually facing off against an ever-evolving, ever-growing machine of death and destruction. So yeah. I guess it's a little bit better that way. It still plays pretty fast, 15 to 30 minutes. You're either going to get that machine or you won't, sounds like. Yeah. Dice rolling, re-rolling, and locking. I like the way that's phrased. Very nice, very nice. So next we have stocking stuffers. So I imagine in general, we're just saying small box games here. And if you haven't noticed yet, these are listed alphabetically. So we're getting near the end of our categories. Is there one that you see here that's jumping out to you? There sure is. I'm going to, you know, I'm actually just going to pick it. The Kringle Caper. Good. I feel like if I'm going to get a stocking <laughs> stuffer item, I want it to be on brand. I want yeah. to play this game on Christmas Day yep. after having opened it. And it doesn't even have to be good. No. Like if it's if that's all I've done, I can throw it away on December 26th and that's perfectly fine. Yep. It's just 18 cards and it's an escape room style game. And I feel like, especially for an escape room style game, I don't know if it's the kind where you can... I'm guessing you can replay it, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a one-play thing anyway. Seems perfect for a Christmas morning. I am going to pick... Ooh, I thought I knew what I was going to pick. And then I uh, read the little summary. And I'm going to give Scout a try. And that is poach your opponent's artists and outdo each other's circus shows. There's a ladder climbing and it's a card game. I believe there was another game we played recently that was ladder climbing and I kind of didn't realize the difference between, because it's not trick, I think it's similar to trick, not trick taking, but I think ladder climbing is when like someone puts out two twos and you have to then put out two threes or something higher. And then they, you put out two fours and they have to put out two fives or something higher. I like that flow to a game. It's 15 minute playtime, so I'm sure it's pretty casual. Two to five players seems like a, seems like a nice light little stocking stuffer game. And I don't know, it came out in 2019. I don't know anything about it so i'm gonna pick scout great pick very cool cover by the way i like the art and the way yeah, that's very done bold and clean yeah all right so now thematic games is our next i think our penultimate category Oof. thematic games thematic games wow these are yeah there's lots of lots of themes here mm-hmm. i think the theme that jumps out to me immediately is one of designing mini golf because I'm going to pick mini golf designer. Yeah. And that's the English second edition one on that. Uh, you build like it's tile laying. You kind of build your own mini golf course on that. I like mini golf outside of a board game and within a board game. I am going to want to play that. I'm glad that you picked it. Gosh, there, there are some good choices here. I'm going to go with one that I have that's just still on the shelf, and that's Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. That's why I'm certainly not actually interested in regular Gloomhaven. I want to get through Jaws of the Lion first, see how that goes. That might be enough Gloomhaven for me. So I'm going to pick that under thematic. We've played just a couple of them at the beginning. Seems great. I love the little book that just sets it up for you, and really we want to have some time set aside where we can kind of just leave it all out on the table and play that play that game. 
The next category is two-player games, probably the type of game I'm guessing that you and I would both play the most of in yes. our day-to-day lives. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think there are some classic picks in here, as well as some newer games. So let's see. Gosh, I've heard heard some good things about these, but I'm going to pick the game that is currently set up on my table oh. as we speak. And that's Fields of Arl. We have not played it yet. Just opened the box last night, kind of set everything up. We'll probably play it later today. So I'm going to pick Fields of Arl. It's very well rated. It came out in 2014. I think that it's kind of a, I'm going to say, I think it's going to be like a guaranteed hit. Like I, I think there's not really a lot of risk on that pick. But since I already have it, there's that confirmation bias that I've already selected it. I'm going to go with Fields of Arl. I'm going to pick a lawyer up. Because I just want to know how this works. Yeah. It's the cover is your standard kind of courtroom scene on this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's described as an asymmetric two player card game that pits the defense against the prosecution. What you'd expect from a game called Lawyer Up. Yeah. The first thing it says is area majority. And I want to know in card drafting. And I'm just not sure how this game actually plays. And right. that's really why I need to pick it so that I can know that. Right, right. And that's that's one of the brand new ones, 2021. I'm going to, in this category, mention a couple of the other ones. Shobu and Targi, I've heard, are both really good, but they're also both two-player only games. Both of our picks also have a one-player version. For Fields of Arl, sure, one player, that seems, why not? Yeah, you're going to collect some stuff and either you'll collect or not collect enough things for your farm to get the points. I wonder how the lawyer up one player works, though. How that happens is you just slowly slip into madness as you argue with yourself at a kitchen table. Okay. That's, That's how at least I imagine it playing out for me as I sit there jumping from side to side possibly with like a wig mm-hmm. you know between the different characters well i, I see why the slip into yeah i see why the play time is going to be an hour then right. it's going to take a little bit right. of time really for the madness to set in yep. awesome those are our picks for the 2021 holiday geek list now do you have one game that you want to just say overall pick of the season pick of the season i don't know that i do but i thought i'd ask you I do, but I have to scroll back up. Okay. There's one that I was like, yep. Uh, it might be that fun fair, that theme park designing game in the God. Midway category. Yeah. It seems pretty fun. I am also, I, that Midway category, I think just really got us. I don't know what I want to pick as my game of the season. Mm, and I introduced it. Maybe I should have had something in my back pocket that probably would have been more effective. No, you know, I think this is great. This is more of an honest, this is how life really works, you know? This is how life really works. So many works. options out there. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that I, probably the most honest thing would be the crew. It just feels very, it doesn't feel that engaging to say the crew. It's really popular. Sometimes popular things are just, they're they're popular for a reason. I think my pick of the season is going to be the crew. It's affordable. If you're not sure if this person would even like a board game or not, if you're not sure if you would like a board game or not, like there's low risk, high reward with picking the crew. So I think the crew Mission Deep Sea, is that what it's called? Mission Deep Sea? Yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be my pick. Honestly, though, while you're at the store, just get both crews. I don't think you need both. The first one really steps you through in a progressive kind of way that's like more predictable. And I don't know that I'd appreciate the second crew as much if I hadn't played the first one. And for the two of them, for 30, I feel like play through the first one, then re-gift that to someone else, and then you keep Mission Deep Sea for yourself. Yeah, 
those are all great picks. Um, in the idea of Christmas shopping, I would also like to just always throw out to the listeners and to everybody to, when you can, uh, support your local game stores. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to maybe suggest other people, if they ask what to get you, to go to those game stores as well. Yeah. Get more people familiar with where those are at support them on that so that's a great thing we all love our friendly local game stores we want them to stick around this is a big time of year for them to kind of get through uh probably a lot of the slower times of year right and i will say that in scrolling through this list quite a few of them are available at those local game stores you know there's always some game like some games you don't see there as often as others but i feel like this list well represents what you are likely to find there so i think that's maybe that was in fact an editorial choice by board game geek was to kind of ensure the sorts of titles that you are more likely to find but definitely that's that's excellent advice definitely check out your local game store and pick some of these up listen amazon will ship to you overnight i get it it might be five dollars cheaper sure but when you can, if you can, try to try to get to those actual places in your community. Keep those dollars circulating among your friends and neighbors. Thank you so much for listening to episode 15 of Board Games with Variant Hex. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Twitch, all at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com. And you can email us at podcast at Variant Hex. Did you agree with our picks? What would you want from this list? Let us know by sending us a message on any of the platforms I've just mentioned. The next episode will be Adam and Aaron together on the podcast for the first time. Unless you're listening to these backwards. In that case, you'll hear Aaron and I talking about Maracaibo and... Buckle up, it's a long one. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Mm-hmm.